Hey, what's up, everybody? You have reached the I'm Dealing With broadcast. I'm Sean, your host, and we'll be taking you through plenty of taboo topics that men deal with on a daily basis. We're going to go through, listen, and deal with all these things together. I know I've got to heal, and I'm sure you have to heal too, or the man in your life needs to heal. Stay tuned, fasten your seatbelt, hold on, here we go. Hey everybody, happy Monday. This is Sean, your host here at IDW. I'm dealing with. Hey, I hope you everybody had a blessed week. Uh, to all the mothers out there, I hope you had a blessed Mother's Day. Hey, it's Monday, beginning of the work week. And I'm sure everybody is expecting something great out today. Let's see what we're going to do different today than we did yesterday. I always look at uh, every new day as a day to fix or repair what I screwed up yesterday. <laughs> Lord knows we could have always done a better job than we did yesterday. Or maybe today's the day you're going to take advantage of the things that you left hanging yesterday. As we say in the market out there, as we say on the job, leave too much meat on the bone. So let's just eat up all the meat, right? <laughs> For those of you who had ribs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, you eating them pork or them beef ribs, but you're taking all that meat off the bone, right? All right, so we're going to get right into today's podcast. Our topic today, what are we going to talk about today? This is episode 14, and today we're going to talk about making the leap. Man, making the leap. You know, in this world economy right now, you know, everyone is trying to make the leap in some sort of fashion or way or another. Everybody's trying something new, whether it's via podcast and via, whether it's via YouTube, some type of social media platform. Whether starting a new business, a new job, something, even if a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home father, uh, you are collecting uh, unemployment, whatever the case may be, because there's layoffs, furloughs, and all. Everybody's trying to take a leap, or they're dealing with a leap that's forced upon them, and they're not really trying to take that leap, you know. And you know, I both uh, sympathize and empathize with each and every one of you out there that are listening because you're forced or sometimes caused to take a leap or maybe you you just like you know in an area of your life where you're like oh you know what I don't want to look back and saying I wish I could have would have should right so it's funny because you know many many years ago when I started a home theater business this is back in uh, right around uh, 05 to do it you know uh, full time you know I left my full time job just walked in and said hey you know what you know I'm leaving. He was surprised. And, but it was something that was always on my heart to do, but I wasn't, I had a fear, you know, a fear of doing it. And in that fear, it, it got to the point to where it's like, uh, those that I hung around, cause I, I, I've always hung around people who were a lot older than I was, you know, a lot more senior, you know, older in age. And some of the ones have always told me said, you know what, you never want to look back over your life and think, I wish I would have started that business. I wish I would have taken that opportunity. I wish I would have invested in this. I wish I would have, because you never know where it could go. But at the same time, some people, including myself, 
didn't want to risk failure, you know, failing at. But then it was one of those things that I had to just live with and just say, you know what? If it fails and if it let's just say it don't work out, at least I tried it. At least I did it. At least I will not look back over my life and saying I should have did it. What could have happened with it? You know, so sure enough, I did it. And it, it took a long time to grow, it took a long time to grow. Next thing you know, I couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> Man, I tell you, I couldn't keep up with it, you know, and it, and it just so happens that. Yes, it was something that I wanted to do. You know, I didn't want to work at the, you know, going through this whole nine to five gig. Um, you know, it wasn't nine to five. You know how that goes. You know, it's just a term nine to five. You know, basically you're punching the clock. But but the the reality of it is, is anytime you start something on your own from the ground floor, it's not nine to five. It's like from midnight to midnight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things. You cannot get away from it when you're trying to make that leap into anything. It takes work. You know, and in this particular podcast, I want to talk about something that's very personal. And, uh, you know, it, it's there's funny moments in, in this. Um, so let me begin and go back. And as I go back, um, I'm reminded of, you know, I've talked about one of my earlier uh, episodes that I came from the, the house that I remember as a child, it was green. It was, you know, again, a greenhouse, you know, you've already heard this in, you know, uh, one of the other, other episodes of greenhouse, you know, cause the house was green and it was on a corner. So, uh, it was like a corner lot, you know, but the street, you know, kind of been around our house basically. So it was a corner lot. And we had this, uh, this backyard, the backyard was very sizable for the type of house it was the size house. So we had a backyard. Then we had like a backyard, you know, you know, on top of that. So we had like two yards in one, but as a child, you know, um, you know, we think we are in it, invincible. We think we are superheroes. We think, um, you know, we watch a lot of TV, you know, and, and I know many of you that are listening either, watch TV or you consume content. What I mean by that is there may be shows that you watch, um, you know, how to get away with murder, whatever, whatever these shows that you watch, but then maybe you consume content via YouTube, maybe uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, whatever that is. And you're watching Mike, watch some live uh, video, some live podcasts or some live, whatever that is. And you consume content. And sometimes even as adults, we see things that happen via movies, trailers and stuff like that. And you think to yourself, man, that's cool, you know. And to be honest with you, we all think at some point that we can be invincible. We always think that sometimes, you know, we like to put on this big thing uh, on us as if to say, hey, I can do this. I can do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we also have to be aware of where we are. And what I mean by that, aware of where you stand, where you live, the income you bring in, your family dynamic, your background, your diversity, your or your lack thereof, your your Christian values or, you know, your atheist values, whatever that is. Um you have to be aware of where you are. Here's why I say this. So again, so as a child, I watched a lot of everything. I mean, 
we woke up early in the morning. I mean, uh, uh, my show was always Speed Racer, man. Here he comes, here comes Speed Racer. That was my thing. And, um, you know, that used to come on early in the morning, you know. Uh, we'd fight over the TV, you know. Then later on it became, you know, for my brother it was Robotech. And, again, for me it was, you know, Speed Racer because, uh, uh, you know, a lot of things. So, I would watch these shows and later on, you know, then you had, you know, we got a chance to watch superheroes. And for those of you that are old enough, you remember, you know, Superman and Batman and Robin back when it was black and white. Right. You remember that, you know, when Batman had the bad makeup going across his eyebrows. You really all remember that, you know, Batman, y'all remember that. Right. So and then you had Superman. And then later on, there were other shows that came about. But those were the shows, you know, outside of cartoons. And as children, we mimicked the things that we see. You know, just recently, uh, my grandson celebrated his third birthday. And his thing was Spider-Man. So he's running around. He's got his mask on. He's got the Spider-Man jumpsuit outfit on. I mean, from the from the feet up all the way up to his face. And he is Spider-Man. And he swears that he can shoot a web, that he can swing from the ceiling, that he's this, that and the other. Because he's a child. And as a child, I was. At one point in time, my favorite superhero as a child was Superman. And many, and the truth be told, many of us, to be honest, we have favorite superheroes even today as adults. Sometimes your superhero is your dad. Sometimes it's your pastor. Sometimes it's your mom. You know, it's your superhero. Sometimes it's your uncle, your grandfather, grandmother. Maybe it's a coach. You know, we have these superheroes, these people that we look up to. But. We also, believe it or not, we also have some of our favorite superheroes like we did as kids, but they might not be the same person. You know, uh, some of y'all, you know, your favorite superhero, if, if we were to say, man, you know, if we took a, uh, a poll right now, walked up and down the street and just walked up to innocent bystanders and just say, hey, if you have a if you had a favorite superhero today, who would it be? You know, some would say Superman. Some would say Wolverine. Some would say maybe Storm. Some would say, you know, the Hulk. Some would say maybe Spider-Man or Batman. You know, some would say Green Lantern, whatever that is. You know, we today even have superheroes in our life. But even though we have superheroes in our life, again, we have to understand where and who we are. And um, as a child, I, again, watched these superheroes. I watched Superman jump. I watched him run faster than a train. I watched him fly over a building. Watched him do all these great things. Watched him stop bullets. Watched him come through walls. Oh, man. And then, of course, if you get in the cartoon version, you know, you get a chance to see, you know, not just the X-ray vision, but you get the chance to see the laser coming out the eyes and all that kind of stuff. So, you get a chance to see all these different things. And then next thing you know, you go through this time in your life where you start pretending that you, in a sense, are that Superman. And many times for us, we go through life even now, today, 
present day as well as in, maybe in our former lives, meaning that, but, you know, when we were children, when we were younger, where we pretended to be something that we weren't. And um, here I am as a child, I'm pretending to be Superman. You know, it's not enough to, you know, put a bed sheet on, whether it was red or put a blanket on that was blue or whatever, wrap it around your neck, running through the house with your arms out, talking about, I'm Superman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and as funny as it may, it may be, you know, as an adult, you look at it, you're like, oh, wait a minute, but Superman flew. Yeah, he ran sometimes, but most of the time he, he flew, right? But you're running through the house with your arms out, I'm Superman, right? But you're not flying. You know, it goes without saying, uh, you're not Superman, you know what I'm saying? But you still, in your mind's eye as a child, I am Superman. I am the super being. And then you want, and then, and then what's worse is you want to be recognized as Superman. You want to be recognized as the man or woman of steel, whatever that is. And, you know, I had that. You know, going through, I'm just having a good time, you know, just being me, Superman. I'm mimicking the person or hero that I idolized. Superman, I idolized him. I'm running through the house. I've got the cape on. I'm doing all these things that Superman pretty much would do to a point. Then I get this wild weed in my rear end to think to myself that, you know, maybe I can fly. <laughs> oh, man, maybe I can fly. I remember the, car, the song by R. Kelly, uh, you know, many, many years ago. Some people still sing it. I hear it, you know, modified in some church settings. And I've heard some soloists sing it and... I hear a lot of people, you know, use it as an anthem to encourage people, which is which is which is great. And it simply says, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Think about it every night and day. Spread my wings and fly away. I believe I can soar. OK, and it goes on and on and on. Right. And all that is great. And I, those are great motivational, great uh, eclipsers to um, especially people who are feeling down, people who feel like giving up, giving out and giving in. Great uh, exhortation, but don't think for one minute that you can just go to the roof of your house and jump. Don't think for one minute that you go to the Coronado Bridge or the Golden Gate Bridge and decide to jump and you're just going to fly away. That's not what it's saying. It's saying I can fly in my spirit. I can fly in my ethics. I can fly and soar in the people that I love. I can soar and fly in my relationships. I can soar and fly in my businesses. I can soar and fly in all these different things. Even when people talk about me, I can soar and fly. I can touch the sky i can go way beyond what society says i can't that's what we're talking about here when he says i believe i can fly but me as a child i wasn't thinking about touching the sky in my mind or my heart i was thinking about touching the sky with my hands <laughs> so many times you go through life and sometimes you think 
that you can touch things with your hands. And there's nothing wrong with touching some things with your hands, but sometimes touching certain things with your hands can get you in a whole lot of trouble. And here I am with my cape on, thinking that I can fly physically now, not mentally, not spiritually, physically, not with my uh, skill sets. But I thought that if I put this cape on, and I went somewhere that if I jumped, I could do what Superman does. So to make a long story short, I decided to go to the backyard and we had this wooden picnic bench. And, you know, and I climbed on the seat portion of where you would sit and I jumped off, landed on my feet and landed on the concrete. Right. Didn't work. So I decided to not go to the seat. I decided to go all the way to the tabletop. And it was at the tabletop where I had a revelation. <laughs> and the revelation was this was higher than the seat. That was my first revelation. This is higher then the seat, the seat was probably about 24, 26 inches off the ground. The tabletop was like 36 to 40 inches off the ground. So I went from a lower portion to a higher portion, thinking it would change my circumstances, think it would change my outcome, thinking it would change my mind. And sometimes, you know, we have to understand that the laws of gravity and our makeup do not allow us to do some of the things that we see on TV. It does not allow us to do some of the things that we watch um, via uh, social media or uh, via streaming or whatever the case may be because of there are some limitations to each of us. And it's through and in these times that we have to understand that all of us are gifted in many areas. My brother and I, we are gifted in many areas. Some of them overlap. And then there are some things I'm great in that he's not so great. There's some things I'm not so great in that he's great in. And in life, you will find that there are people that are more gifted in areas that you have weaknesses in. And then there are areas that you are gifted in and great at that others are very, um, how should I say, not so great at. And we can't expect to be great or just as great or just as exceptional or just as valuable or just as, you know, as someone else who's excellent in that area. So if you are a singer, but somebody else is a musician, you know, they may be able to play well, but they but they can't sing as good as you can. You might be a great football player and somebody else is a great baseball player. You're not going to just be able to get all the accolades in football, then come over to baseball and try to get the same accolades. It doesn't work that way. So you have to understand and work in your strengths. And when you begin to stay in your lane or lanes, because some people have more than one area. 
Some people just don't have one gift or two gifts. Some of them have five, six, and seven. Some of them, it's foreign languages. Some of them, it's sports. They're athletes. Some of them are musicians. Some of them are songwriters. Some of them are singers. Some are pastors and ministers. Some love growing people. Some are mentors. Some are investors. Some are builders and contractors. Some are labormen. Some are associates. Some are supervisors and managers. Some are CEOs. Some are CFOs. And not everybody holds all the titles at once. You can't be the superhero when you're trying to hold all the titles. You're not going to hold everything at once. You're not going to be the superhero. However, at my time, I thought that while I was on the table that I could be that superhero. And while I was up there, I had the cape around my neck, ready to fly. It didn't dawn on me that I was a young fella. It didn't dawn on me that I didn't have super strength because that should have told me everything, right? That I just couldn't, you know, pick up my dad's. Plymouth Fury and move it out the way that I just couldn't grab that picnic bench and just flip it over with one hand. It didn't come to my attention to realize that if I don't have super strength, what makes me think I can fly? (laughs) And sometimes there are some things that stick out in right in front of us. And we can't see the forest for the trees because we ignore the way things really are. Because we're so looking at the end result that we fail to realize where we really are. And I was so busy worried about flying. I never paid attention to the fact that I didn't even have super strength. Wait a minute. Superman at least had super strength. Superman at least had x-ray vision. I remember, I remember back in the days I would, you know, sit in church and I'd try to squint. And I'm just going to be honest with you. As a child, I used to squint and wish that I had supervision and super hearing and squint and, and, and try to shut my ears to a point to see if I can hear people talking like through walls and stuff and try to see if I can see through people's robes, you know, while they're up there singing to see if I can see their clothes, you know, or whatever that is through the robe. I used to, pretend that I could do, but I didn't have any of that, but yet and still, but I thought I could fly. Hmm. You know, um, I look at people now, um, in life and I see a lot of people want to be a lot of things. And there's nothing wrong with having goals, dreams, determination, and to want to be able to build, um, legacy that that is great because I want to do the same thing. I want to build dream and, 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 and have legacy. But in all these things, there are some characteristics that you also have to have. And as a child, I wanted to fly. I wanted to be Superman, but there were other characteristics that I should have realized that I didn't have before worried about flying. I didn't have x-ray vision. I didn't have super strength. I didn't have special hearing. And I wasn't fast at all. I mean, literally, I wasn't fast at all. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't fast at all. And on top of that, my mama had to wake me up in the morning. (laughs) How about that one, right? But I wanted to be Superman. 
So I'm standing here on top of this picnic bench, cape in hand, cape around my neck, all that kind of good stuff. And I stretch my arms out and I say, I'm Superman and I jump. We at IDW appreciate your listening support. If you're finding great value from this content, please consider clicking our monthly supporter link as we are striving to bring you the best content available both now and in the future. Thank you in advance. This is IDW. I'm Sean, your host. Yeah, so I get up on the table and I jump, man. <laughs> oh, man, I jumped. I literally did. I sure did. I said, I'm Superman, and I took the leap. I took the leap, and it wasn't a leap of faith. It was from a child perspective. I thought something was going to happen. The truth of the matter is something did happen. I landed face down on the concrete, not in the dirt, but on the concrete, because that's where the picnic table was, was sitting on a slab of concrete. And I took that leap face down. And I mean, I literally when I jumped, I didn't just jump straight up like in the air with my hands out. I mean, I actually took a leap forward as if you were like diving into a pool. I actually took the leap and landed face down on the concrete. And that's what I remember. The next thing I remember, I remember um, being rolled over and my mother, who you all have heard much news and intrigue about my mother. My mother rolled me over. And I can tell you her point of view, what she saw in me outside of gasping for air. What she saw was she literally said she watched my forehead generate another forehead. It was like I had a twin, you know, attached to me and my head just began to grow. Uh, my forehead looked real bad. And um if you go to my Instagram page or my Facebook page, and I believe I have a picture of my grandson. And if you go there and look at him right now, uh, you know, um, where he stands, he is now currently uh, 19 months. Um, so if you actually look at him now, you'll get an idea of what I look like as a child as far as, you know, the head structure, the forehead and all that kind of stuff. So imagine once you see that picture, you see another forehead growing on top of that. Oh, my God. Already, you know, we both already have a big forehead, right? We already got a big forehead, right? But yeah, and I get this other forehead, and she's saying this other forehead is just like, whoop, whoop, growing even more so. And, um, I'm not sure whatever happened after that. I mean, I can't uh, speculate on what happened, whether I was rushed to emergency or whether it was just an ice pack or whatever the case may be. I don't know because I don't know what happened there. But I do know that um, I was deterred from taking leaps because reality has sat in as a child. 
reality has sat in. Even though I liked Superman and I liked other superheroes, reality sat in that I could not fly. I did not have x-ray vision. I did not have superpowers. I wasn't Superman. It, but it took that moment to realize who I was, but also who I wasn't. And who I wasn't was, <laughs> I wasn't Superman at all. I was still Sean. <laughs> I was this little kid with a big head and big dreams. That was it. That's who I was. And I asked, and I said all that to say this now, and I'm asking you, first of all, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Do you know whose you are? Do you know who you belong to? Life always has a tendency to tell us who we aren't. People have a tendency to tell us who we are. And sometimes... Our circumstances have a way of telling us who we are not. And sometimes we wake up in the morning and we tell ourselves who we aren't. We get so sometimes down on ourselves and we say to ourselves, you know, I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to be this. I'm never going to be that. I'll never be successful. I'll never grow this business. I'm too old to have children. I'm too old to do this. Um, I'm not healthy enough to do this. I won't make it. You know, I can't complete this diet. I can't, you know, and it's always, we always tell ourselves who we aren't. And there's nothing wrong with that. When you know who you are not, when you know who you are. But sometimes people have a way of telling you who you aren't either. Oh, you hear it through social media. Oh, they always tell you who you aren't. They will always say, hey, nice picture, but what about that? And what about this? And Oh, nice, such and such. Or I don't like that. Or mm, who do you think you are trying to post this? And who people right now with social media being such the great exposure of people, social media exposes so many people's perfections and imperfections that you have to learn that with every good thing you receive, there is going to be a flip side. There's a backside to the good, which is sometimes the bad, sometimes the negative. But when you know who you are and what I mean by that is, you know what you're good at. Do you know who you are? You know what you're good at. You know your giftings and your talents. You know your uprisings and your down settings. You know what you're blessed at and what you're cursed at. You know that. You know what you've done perfectly. You know what you've done that blesses people. But you also know what you've done that have hurt people or caused some shame or caused some this, that, and the other. And in the time of our lives right now, there are so many people telling you who you are not. I'm glad that you recognize who you are not. But I also want to tell you who you are. And anytime you're going to take the leap to do anything that is big, bold, insightful, you need to know who you are and who you are not. If you failed at something before, that doesn't make you a failure. That's just called R&D, which is research and development. This didn't work, so let's modify this and let's add this and see if that works. 
that didn't work. So let's change that. Let's go to a different parameter and launch this and see if that works. Because we are researching and developing ourselves daily, or you should be. And if you're not, you become what is called the dinosaur. And we all know what happened to the dinosaur, right? They became extinct because they didn't want to learn anything. They were satisfied in their own ways. They didn't get any better. They didn't learn anymore. And they were extinct. And we have this and many people have this dinosaur mentality. They get set in their ways. They will never grow. Their mindset is you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And that's why you're still an old dog. There every day of your life that you are living and breathing and taking in air and oxygen and you're able to have the activity of your limbs. You're able to move and go about. You should be learning and developing and increasing in different things every single day. And sometimes we should be like a Ford, a fix or repair daily where we're fixing and or repairing things in our lives. We can never be to the point to where we think everything is just 100 percent. Everything is everything's just going to be great. It's always going to stay great. No, because there's changes. Life happens. Changes happen. And anytime you're going to make a leap into anything new or anything great, you're going to have to know who you who you are and you're also going to have to know who you are not i know what my first name is i know what my last name is so my first name is not that other guy and my last name is not that other person either you need to know who you are you need to know i am great at this 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 but i'm weak in this 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 area and if you ever want to grow those areas that you're weak in start hanging around people that are great in those areas But then at the same time, don't hate when somebody who is great in those areas starts excelling. If anything, you should celebrate their happiness. You should celebrate their growth. You should celebrate the things that they're accomplishing. Because uh, uh, understand this, eventually, someday, it's going to be you. Someday, Your business is going to take off. Your relationship is going to take off. Your marriage is going to grow. Your uh, child relationship is going to grow and blossom. This new venture is going to grow and blossom. And you want somebody to celebrate with you as well. Why do we always constantly hate on everybody? I don't think she should be doing that. I don't think he should be doing that. I don't think because if they knew like I knew, and that's the problem with most people, they're always looking for the negative. They're always accentuating the negative instead of accentuating the positive. Because I've learned if you keep focusing on the negative, trust me, you will find it. And anytime you want to grow and leap and take a leap into anything there's going to be some negative and there's going to be some positive and understand that for every negative person that says you can't and you won't you'll die you're this that and the other there's always going to be 500 people of positive going to say thank you for blessing me thank you for giving me that word thank you for that new business thank you for generating that product thank you for that sale thank you for your customer service thank you for your leadership thank you for your mentorship there's always going to be the negative and the positive And like Gary Vee would say, you got to learn how to eat the steak and you got to eat the crap, too. And anybody who's going to be successful in life at doing anything, whether it's successful in your marriage, successful in your home, successful with your kids, successful in business, 
successful at coaching, successful at sports, whatever success is to you. If you're ever going to be successful at anything, it's going to take work, meaning you're going to have to start off eating the crap before you get to the steak. And sometimes you're going to have to eat the steak and the crap at the same time, because that's what social media does. It gives you the pros and it gives you the cons and you have to be able to take both of it and keep on trucking. Never let the positive get you so focused on the positive that you forget about the negative. But then don't get so focused on the negative that you forget about the positive. You got to go and say, hey, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, Yeah, you might be talking about me, but, you know, that's cool. That's not going to stop me from keep on doing what I'm doing. Taking the leap takes number one. It takes effort. It takes a will. It takes trust. It takes honesty. It takes realness. It takes love. It takes commitment. Anytime you take the leap in anything, you have to be committed. This is not something I say, let me just try this real quick and just see. You can never take the leap, you know, just a a basic attitude like, you know, I'll just try it. You know, whatever. I mean, if it works, great. You don't want to take the leap like that. Because what happens is that's exactly what you give to it. You know, people have asked me because I have a lot of hobbies. I have a lot of stuff that I'm interested in. And all of them, I'm in 100%. You know, uh, I fly my drones. Enjoy it. I'm into photography. Enjoy it. Um, I'm into audio. Enjoy it. I mean, I'm not a musician, but I'm just saying into audio. I'm into, you know, doing stuff like the stuff I'm doing right now. You know, I'm into, you know, I love equipment, you know, recording equipment and software and computers and tech. And I'm into it 100 percent. I'm all in. But then there's people like, man, have you ever tried golf? And I said, nope, I'm not a golfer. Well, you should try golf because because that's the thing. I don't mind trying stuff. But I know how I am. I'm not one of those that say, you know, I'll try a little softball. It's one thing if I go to the park and everybody's playing like volleyball, you know, having a good time with the family reunion or, you know, a group decides to go down to the beach and play some volleyball or, you know, throw a softball around, play some frisbee and stuff. You know, that's cool. You know, I'll do stuff like that, you know, just just for fun. But you're asking me to join and be a part of a hobby that takes time, takes effort. There's a learning curve to it. There's time that has to be invested into it. And I'm one of those people that either I'm all in or I don't want nothing to do with it. Here's why I say that. I've been approached, uh, you know, my brother-in-law at the time used to say, hey, Sean, man, you should go golfing, man, you know. Yeah, man, I tell you, man, it's fun. And you say, this is exactly how you talk, you know, and then the reality of it is, you know, that was always his word, the reality of it, you know, and uh, he say these things and, and, and it's great. And don't get me wrong. Um, and because I know to a point a little bit about golfing, because I was actually, trust me, this is the reason why I say this, a little bit about golfing. I was in the printing industry for 18 years. So my clients were Ashworth, Taylor made and some of the rest, you know, right down there in the San Marcos Escondido area. Those were a lot of my clients that we did all their brochures and stuff. So, and I knew that if I was going to be a golfer now, I might not be able to golf good at all, but I tell you what, 
the first day that I show up on the golf court course, I'm going to have me some new Ashworth clothes. I'm going to have me some tailor maids. I'm going to have me a big Bertha I'm a, because that's just how I am. I'm going to look good before, you know, at least I'm not going to come out there looking toe up. At least I'm going to look like I belong first. I might not be able to golf like I belong, but at least I'm going to look the part if I decide to show up on the golf course. That's just who I've always been. I like to look the part while I grow into the part. So a lot of times I didn't take up interest because I knew the time and effort it takes to understand it, to get better, to grow, to bring value to the people that I'm doing this with. So in my droning, I grew into stuff. You know, I have like nine now, nine drones, and I'm just into all that stuff. I'm into tech, been into tech all my life. I'm into audio. I mean, I'm in it. So with all the stuff I'm into that takes up a lot of my time, and then, you know, to add to that family, you have to know that when you're taking the leap, you have to understand it takes time. And anytime you tell somebody that you're going to take the leap into whatever that is, it's going to take time and you can't go in it with a mediocre attitude. You have to give it your all. And for those of you that come from Christendom and you know what I'm, what I'm saying when I say Christendom, you have this faith based background. There's a gentleman that there most people know whose name is uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. He used he would say in one of his messages, he said, so it all like so it all. What does that mean? So S O W. So like a farmer, so seed in the ground. Think about all your traits and talents. Think about all the things you've been blessed with in your giftings. Think about all the things that you've been enamored with or you've learned and harnessed over the years of your life. Whatever year you're at right now, whether you're 17 or you're 67, whatever that is. But when you sow, sow it all, whether it's love, patience, attention. You have tech knowledge, you have uh, drum knowledge, musicianship, you have singing knowledge, you have mentorship, you have whatever that is that you have. Sow it all. And then when you sow it all, you just keep watering, you keep watering. Sometimes there'll be some days where you won't water. But you still look in in expectation for something to happen when you sow it all, because when you sow it at all, His last comment per T.D. Jake said this, something in this piece is going to grow when you sow it all. And when anytime you take the leap into anything, maybe it's a leap of faith, leap of business, whatever that is. When you know who you are, when you also know who you are not, don't let extend. External sources sway you. And what I mean, sway you, keep you where you have a negative connotation about everything to where you're not positive about what you're doing. 
where, where you don't have any drive, where they suck the determination out of you because life will bring suckers to you. <laughs> and I'm not talking about some jive, jive suckers, or jive turkeys. I'm, I'm talking about there's some suckers, some leeches. And every time you see them, it seems like that they just suck the life out of you. They suck all your joy all your love, all your drive, all your determination. And then when they leave your presence, they leave joyful, fulfilled and everything. And you feel like you've been drained. Anytime you take this leap of faith, make sure you have people around you who are there to give you this swift kick in the rear end when you need it. But they all can also pat you on the back. We're always going to need somebody who's going to be a mentor to us. Somebody that when we're when we complain about something, there are people that they we know that it's not their fault. And we just need somebody to listen to us vent. But also we can get encouragement from. Everyone in life who's accomplished anything great. Had somebody at least they can talk to. There was one. Somebody. That they could talk to somebody who had their back. When you know who you are and who you aren't, know who has your back. Is there somebody right now, one person, boy, girl, sister, brother, um, mother, father, somebody, a coach, a mentor, somebody who you know right now has your back in the good times and the bad times? Who is that somebody? Find that one person when you get ready to take this leap. Find that one person. This is... This is my plan. And, and, and they don't have to agree with everything that you're doing. People don't always have to agree with what you're doing. You know, OK, well, that, that sounds good. But you know what? What can I do to help? Boom. That's your person right there. When you start, you know, you can't and then you can't tell your stuff to everybody because not everybody's going to have your best interests at heart. Usually they want to know what's going on so they can bring you down. It's called that crab barrel mentality, because anytime anybody starts trying to get out of the muck in the mire, somebody else is always trying to pull them back down because they don't want you to escape. Find that somebody who will help you, who will mentor you, who will encourage you, maybe even pray for you, because Lord knows we always need prayer. Every single one of us always need prayer in our life, every single one of us. And we need that. We need that drive. We need that determination. We need that swift kick in the rear end. But we also need that push in the back, too. And some people are, are, are all could always give you that swift kick in the rear end, but they can't push you in the back. They don't give you the pat on the back. They don't give you the attaboy. You need somebody who has both. Because I can bring my own self down. I can discourage my own self. You know, for those of you that understand about the, the 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 woman that was that was caught in sin, you know, everybody want to stone her because they found her in a certain act. And Jesus said, he who was without, without sin cast the first stone. But I've learned. That if I was that woman, you know, I've done a lot of dirt over my life. And you guys have heard um, some of the different things that I've talked about. You know, I keep a stone for myself because I can stone myself. I don't need anybody to stone me. I can stone myself. So if I can stone myself, why would I want to surround myself with people who want to stone me on a daily basis? 
Ah, 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 Sorry, that's my uh, <laughs> uh, uh, coming to America attitude. Ah, Okay, so, but yeah, but why would I want to surround myself with people who are willing to stone me? Willing to always point out the negatives that I already have on myself. Willing to point out mistakes that I've already made for myself that I already know about. I want people who know me not for what I'm not, but I also want them to know me for what I am and what I can be. Ah, aha. Okay, once again, I'm just messing with y'all. Okay, but I want people to know exactly what I can be, where they also can see me in my future. When you're taking a leap, it's not just about where you are. Think about where you've been. Because if you look at history, at where we've been, you can use that to get to go where you need to grow. Where you been, where you are, and where you need to go. This is Sean, your host, that I'm dealing with. Stay tuned for another episode as we talk about more topics to entice you. Again, I'm Sean, your host, that I'm dealing with. Take care. Be blessed. Till we meet again, I'm out.